hello. I am currently at La Quintera Resort in San Antonio. This is where I come to gather my thoughts, be in peace and quiet, and just really find myself in tune with nature and also people around me. Everyone here is from typically different parts of Texas or even um, different parts of the world. So it just kind of blends things up for me and helps me just ground myself and relax. So I'm currently here right now and I, something happened that just completely made me rethink of all the support I've given Lock and Terra Resort, all the hype I give Lock and Terra Resort because yes, it is an astounding resort. It is gorgeous. The architecture is beautifully done. The ballrooms, the events that happen here, it's executed. It's a beautiful resort. But when it comes to the background of it, the hidden policies behind it, oh my god, they scared the what the hell? Why is this white woman sneezing behind? Bruh, y'all hear that? Like, for real? Like, cover your mind. Anyways, the policies behind it have now made me question who is in authority at Lock and Tear Resort and the culture appropriation that happens here and not just here, everywhere. So let's tap into it. I'm walking around La Quintera Resort. The demographic here, I mean, it's a golf course. What kind of people like golf? White men, okay? So the majority of the, the population here is gonna be white men or business people, which is typically white people. Especially this resort is gonna be for the higher income people, statistically, who are higher income. Okay, so that's that's kind of here, right? So when it comes to that, typically the owners that want to please the white people are going to be white. They're going to do things that are going to make white people feel comfortable, white people feel at home, and make them feel just privileged, right? <laughs> so let me get out of that because once I get into that, like I kind of start going into it and I can stop being the nice version of Tiana when I start talking like that because I, I hate talking like that because I'm, I'm half white and I know amazing white people but when it comes to the privilege you know things start to change because greediness happens inequality happens and you know it's a whole rabbit hole but let's go back into the policy and how it's going to be to impress white people to make them feel comfortable especially it's going to be the older crowd right so it's really corporate here I used to work here and I mean, I had like three piercings in my ear and even then they're like, you need to take your piercings out. I'm like, I literally quit. I'm not about to be young having a structure like this. No. Mm -mm. So that's the only thing I ever had told to me though. But I'm walking. Guys, my ADHD ass, like I really just like start talking about like this random shit. But let me go back to what I was saying. I'm walking 
and I see this black guy and he works here. He has like a work attire on. And from afar, it looks like he has like beads in his like um, protection style and his uh, twist. And I'm like, yo, I love your beads. And he gets closer, he's like, they're not beads. I put white rubber bands on the end because we're not allowed to have beads. I said, what you mean we're not allowed to have beads? He's like, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna write a complaint about that. And I'm like, wait, but like, what do you mean? You can't have beads. That's that's cultural. That's literally, it's an expression of black beauty and accessory. It goes back from ages in the African community to express hair and culture. And he's like, I know. And Locke and Tara banned beads in hair. Let's take a moment. Who are gonna have beads in hair? It's not gonna be white people. It's gonna be black people. So the reason of banding beads is not to protect white people, or um, is not to protect like white people hairstyle, is to make sure, okay, that made no sense. Let me, let me rewind, because there's like people passing by me like I'm getting distracted. That policy is intended to take away black expression. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I get distracted so easy. That policy is not for white people. You don't see white people with beads in their hair. You see black people with beads in hair, especially in protective styles. I have beads in my hair right now. I have braids. That policy was literally made to take away black culture only. Now let's go into culture appropriation. This resort is gonna be, you know, people, white people that have braids in their hair because they go to Cosmo Mexico and they think it's trendy, they think it's cute. This is gonna be white people that be coming back from vacation that have beads in their hair because they went to Jamaica. That's culture appropriation. Culture appropriation is when someone takes another person's culture and they can do it and not get in trouble for it. For example, when white people have braids in their hair, it's seen as cute, it's seen as trendy, it's seen as, oh, they traveled, they must have went to somewhere tropical. But when black people do it, it's, oh, she's ratchet, ooh, why is she braids in her hair? Ooh, is that even real? That's culture appropriation. You can steal someone's culture and not get in trouble for it, but the person that culture actually comes from, they get in trouble for it. We need to tap more into cultural appropriation and how it is still present to this day. We try to act like everything is equal. No, it will never be. Why is it 2022 and we are not allowed to wear beads in our hair at Lock and Terra Resort? Oh, sorry, did it make white people uncomfortable that I had beads in my hair? Even though I see beads in white people's hair all the time whenever they travel. Y'all, okay, I'm getting mad. <laughs> I'm getting mad. <laughs> I feel myself getting mad because I'm hitting, I'm hitting my hand on the chair next to me, like just patting it every single time I talk. It just, it disgusts me. It, it really makes me truly, utterly upset. Y'all should look into the Crown Act. The Crown Act, mind you, is an act that's still going on in 2022. The reason why the act happened was in 2018, um, a second grader, a black boy had his hair in protective styles and the teacher sent him home because the hair was a distraction and inappropriate to school policy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Once again, we are making a black student not just feel like they are a menace to society because of a hairstyle, but they are now missing out on an educational day because of a hairstyle. A protective hairstyle. 
stuff like this irks me. I walked into the spa Lock and Terre Resort and I have braids in my hair and a lot of people love them. Like a lot of people love them, but other people are really confused because they're not used to seeing literally a black hairstyle. <laughs> so when they see it, it's like they don't know what to do and they just stare at me. And it makes me so fucking uncomfortable. And a lot of people also fetishize my hair. I just now started having braids at the age of 22. So this is new to me. <laughs> I just started having braids. And ever since I've started getting braids, people will come up to me and just say like just really weird stuff. Like I'm not even gonna say, it's like weird sexual stuff about my hair. And other people just don't know how to handle the hairstyle. So they just stare in awe and they look so confused. And like, I let people worry about me. Like, I'm not worried about them. They can worry about me. I don't give a fuck. But it, it still makes me uncomfortable at the end of the day. Like, I'm still like, I act like I don't care. But I'm like, that was weird. Like, why are you just staring? These are just some things I hope white people just know that they're never going to have to face and ever go through. And I hope this podcast really reaches people that need to open their perspective and be aware of things that are happening right now. Because this is not okay. This is... <laughs> This is so ugly. This is a place that I really like, but now I'm going to be writing a complaint about the policy of not having beads to be worn in your hair. Only directed towards black people because black people are the only people that wear beads in their hair. It's literally culture. Taking away culture and expression to make white people feel comfortable. Sounds about right. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I was about to literally throw my phone in the middle of this. I'm just I'm pissed. I'm upset. People can probably hear me. I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast. I'm in public making this. But, alright. I'm done. Have a blessed, 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 blessed week. And happy Memorial Day, I guess. Um, <laughs> don't really pay no mind to days like that. But I am excited for Juneteenth. Something I was never educated about. <laughs> in middle school or high school just now I'm, I'm reading a book about it right now my grandma sent me a book so I'm listening to the audiobook and reading it um, also in the copy book as well too so I can finally educate myself about Juneteenth in a proper way <laughs> it took a little too long also culture appropriation is fetishizing black people lips and hairstyles which I've been seeing a lot more recently lip injections are going up baby